We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. What the fuck? Hi. <laughs> Hi, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. We're in different rooms, you guys. We're in different rooms. It's the responsible thing to do. Sorry. Jesus, Jesus H and Lord. Well, hi. Welcome yeah. to Hot Drinks. Hi there. I'm your host, Jesus H and Lord. And I um, am your host, God. <laughs> just, just Elohim and Jesus here. Bringing you the updates <laughs> about the things. No, it's not driving... Elohim and Jesus. It's actually Brother Coffee and Sister Quaint. We're here recording a podcast we make called Hot Drinks. It's about drinks that are hot. Not drinks that are warm, but drinks that are hot. They're either hot or cold. No in between. Yeah. yeah and we just want to, from the get-go, I want to say something. From the Uh-oh. get. <laughs> straight out the bat. Straight up, straight up the cooch. We have been told, in no uncertain terms, uh-huh. that we're not as funny when we're in two different rooms. Yep. And by people, by several people who don't even know each other. Was one of them your sister? Oh, I'm sure. Okay, okay. I just, I, I felt that was true in my heart, and I just wanted to make sure. But here's the thing, you guys. Here's the thing. Tell them the thing. The COVIDs are running rampant, <laughs> rampant across the state of Utah. Like like a toddler when you're trying to change their diaper and you're trying to wipe their ass, but then they get up and they start running around and laughing like, fuck you. That's how COVID is right now. But it's also like if your toddler also had like projectile hot diarrhea that they just like <laughs> grab their ankles and just like hose down the whole salon <laughs> in your house with hot diarrhea. Salon. That's what... Um, <laughs> That's what the COVIDs are like in Utah. So we worked <clears> towards <throat> Sunday night. We were trying to figure it out. Should we get together? Wait, what if we use those mics? Could we put up like a barrier between us, but still be in the same room? Yeah. And then we got an emergency alert from our governor. Uh-huh. What, I don't want to. Literally, literally the emergency alert no, on our iPhone. Yeah, literally all the iPhones in, in the <clears throat> state of Utah went off. I don't want to reveal our governor's identity in case he wants to see stay secret. But let's call him Fuckwad McTwitfuck. Um, so we got an emergency alert, basically yeah. saying the COVIDs are out of control. We have like a twenty-four percent infection rate, you guys. Twenty-four yeah. percent in the state of yeah. Utah. And right. basically, basically, so far the plan in Utah has been the governor about every two months having a press conference where he goes, "Okay, you guys, you guys are totally <laughs> serious." <laughs> we have got to get this under control. Okay. Everybody promise. Pinky promise. Okay, great. Everyone love you. And that's been the government response to COVID in Utah. Yes. Um, so this time there was like a little bit of teeth behind it. Like there's actually a state mask mandate now. There's, Jesus I don't even know what else he said. Oh, they like. It's all... Go ahead. It's almost like that fast the governor participated in back in april didn't work <laughs> that's so weird it's so weird, weird. you would think <laughs> i wonder what mormons think about that like what do they do they think they're learning a lesson right now is that what it is so 
I was talking to a, uh, so, oh, I don't think she's even a listener yet. Um, but she's like an Instagram friend uh-huh. and she's in a mixed faith marriage. She's left the church. Her husband's still in it. And his response to that conundrum was, well, it probably just would have been a lot worse. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that feels a little culty. <laughs> it probably would have been a lot worse than 250,000 dead Americans. <laughs> probably. Thank God we did that fast. I mean, forget the fact that if you look at examples, like evidence-based examples of leaders in other countries doing, actually doing shit, and their numbers are not near what ours are. I mean, that that has nothing to do with, you know, whether or not the fast worked right. or whether or not masks work. It's just that, that those are just anomalies, I'm sure. So here's what's fun about kind of the current directives in Utah. And I'm sure everyone is like, I hope this week on the podcast, they talk about COVID directives. But here we are. <laughs> um, so there is a mask mandate. They have also said, stay in your house. Don't leave your house. Unless you want to go to a bar, a restaurant, or go shopping, or go to church. Like, any of those things, that's fine. Leave your house. But otherwise, stay in your house. Oh, right. And don't forget sports. Oh, yeah. And also, they canceled all (laughs) intramural kind of sports or after-school activities, except high school uh, championships, tournaments that are going on right now. What the fuck? I don't even know what sport that is. Like, what are we in? Football right now? Basketball? I have no idea. It's football. And I was messaging with my siblings about this and my two brothers who are very sporty were like, oh yeah, people would fucking riot if they canceled like high school sports. And I'm like, you know, there are people who literally like canceled their wedding because of COVID or like their mom couldn't be at the birth of their, of her first grandchild. You know, like there are real actual life events with real actual meaning that people Uh have had to miss because of COVID. Like a lot of people last summer, didn't get to graduate from high school you know like that's a big deal for everybody but like or when someone's dad died who was a veteran only five people were allowed to be there and had to be playing on the cell phone hypothetically but but let's keep high school football but let's make sure all the high school football players and their moms and their parents and their friends and their cousins can all come to the football games because covid won't spread there (laughs) i also read today that there's a specific directive in the directives that bars in utah can only serve alcohol until 10 p.m yeah and they can stay open later just serving food so (laughs) so okay what do you think's gonna happen in two weeks? Because he says this is a mask mandate for two weeks. Yeah, this is a two week. Like we gotta buckle down and get under control. Here's with, the thing. With the, oh, go ahead. With the threat, with the threat of a ten thousand dollar fine. Sure. Here's the thing. Great. I'm glad they did this because so far they've done fuck all. You know, like yeah. there have literally been giant parties in Utah. Like there were two big giant Halloween parties that were advertised over Instagram. And like, did the venue people get fined? Did the organizers get fined? Did the people who went to the parties get ticketed? No, of course not. So I'm glad we're doing something. But I just think the people who care and who have already been being careful 
will continue to care and be careful. And the uh-huh. people who don't care will not, will continue to not care. Right. And exactly. I guess that's, I guess that's the conundrum. Cause I don't know how you fix that. Like this is, this is my whole, this has been my whole problem with politics in the last four years. I don't know how you convince people who don't care about other people to care about other people. Like right. if you say to people like, Oh, but see, you're really wealthy. And if you pay higher taxes, then we can help this mom who lives on the streets with her kids because she got kicked out, you know, whatever, like we can help these people who are in need. And those people's response is like, well, fuck her. Like I worked hard for this money. Like, I don't know. I, know. I don't know how to argue with that. So it kind of feels like the same thing. It's like the people that are just like, well, I'm fine. Or I've already had COVID or I probably won't get sick. I'll be okay. They don't care. So right. Nothing we do is going to make them care. So anyway, we're all fucked. That's the end of the show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, well, play the outro music. Just kidding. Yeah. Speaking of our outro music. Yes. And intro music, for that matter. Yes. We got permission to divulge the composer. Did we really? Yes, we did. <laughs> okay, great. I'll trust you. <laughs> And I think I was I'll drunk say, when we were having that conversation, that text conversation. You were what? I'm sure I was drunk. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> their pronouns are she, her. Right. And I may once have referred to her using the pseudonym Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay. Okay. Um, I may she's... want to make out with her husband. Right. She may have killer lips and killer lipstick skills. You know what? Let's just leave. Let's just call her Madam Bandit. And let's just leave it at that. Let's leave leave a little mystery there. Because she's going to be coming, coming early 2021. We're hoping she's going to be a guest on the show. And she's going to be talking about her journey. She's going to be talking about some things she's working on, which we're very excited for. Yes, Um, we are. So let's, let's leave a little bit of mystery so she can... So her name is Madam Bandit. She has killer lips and I want to make out with her husband. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't, that really is basically every listener we have. So every well, female listener we have, but uh, we'll leave a little mystery. I love it. I love leaving the mystery and I'm sure she will as well. Will as well. She will as well. Um, I think that's a flower. Will as well. Oh, oh, I love it. I love a beautiful bouquet of will as wells. <laughs> I used to gather those on the, never mind. Um, on the moors of the Do we heather. want to talk about no. the election or is that going to be a brevet that we're going to do later? I mean, I, I don't know what there is to say that we haven't said in the first two and a half years that we've been doing this. Right. Right. Um, in fact, like I, 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 since it was announced on Saturday that yes. Trump did not win. Yes. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> For those of you not caught up on the 2020 season. <laughs> um, since then, I haven't even, when I've seen people, like at work, I have three jobs, so I have to see people. I haven't been like, oh my God, he won, I'm so excited. I just feel like uh, a child who's been released from the dungeon of a kidnapper. And it's just like, I, I, I don't want to celebrate. I just want to, I just want to breathe. I just want to be, 
I just, I'm, I'm tired. I'm still tired. Yeah. You know? I know. Yeah. I took, um, I took the third, fourth and fifth off of work. Um, just, and I booked that like two months ago and sort of like requested the time off. And like, it was actually perfect because I took it off in case things went sour. I did not want to have to show up on work at work on the morning of the fourth, you know, but even though things like pretty early, like started to look like they were going well, I just, I just wanted to like be in my little cocoon. And I like, sometimes I would scroll Twitter like a crazy person. And then other times I would play video games for four hours. Then I would read comic books for two hours. Like I just was like, on a, you know, I just needed the space to like feel whatever I needed to feel. So anyway, yeah, yeah. And then, and then what I, what was weird is like people, like people, like my mom or whatever would text me and be like, "Oh, aren't you so excited? Like it looks like Biden won," and like it's like you said, like it's like my body doesn't remember how to not feel rage and pain <clears throat> and stress all yeah. the time. It, yes, it's like these feelings of sort of like hope or like relaxing a little bit feel. Like, I kind of don't trust them or something. So, yes, I know. Because I think that when we all decided to just go to bed that night four years ago, because he kept winning electoral votes. Yeah. And then couple that with waking up to, oh, yep, yep, he, 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 he won it. 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 It was just, there was two. It's like not wanting to be in a relationship again because you know you'll just get hurt again. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like yep. that. I feel that. Um, so, so here's how I genuinely reacted. And then I want to okay. hear how you reacted. If, if you had a reaction in that moment. Um, I woke up to a text from Sister Virtue. And she said... The very first thing I thought about when I heard the news, and when she said heard the news, I thought, oh, they called him, um, is Jack. Sister Virtue said Aww. the very first thing she thought about was Jack. And Jack then, is your transgender child. Child. And then I found out later, when Jack woke up, several hours later, um, that she had also texted Jack about the same time. And so oh, I, I'm waking up. I think I had had a, gum, a weed gummy. And so I'm, I'm just waking up from a very deep sleep. And I'm, I'm starting to scroll. I'm not even out of bed. I probably lay in bed for a half hour just scrolling and reading and reading and reading. Yeah. And then I get up and I eat something and I make my coffee. And then I went and sat down in my living room. And I started to sob. Oh, like, really? Like I had just, like I just found out the a, a war ended. Like I just found out that, um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but just sobs of relief, sobs of relief. And oh my God, I can release this now because I feel like I had been, holding all that trauma in and just trying to act like everything was fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a oh. white person, so I can't imagine. Sure. I can't no, I imagine know. I know. 
how much more exponentially it was felt by people of color. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I... So the night of the election, I drank quite a bit and then also had a, had an edible. So by like 1030, I was gone. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, I wasn't, um, I wasn't working. And so I was just home. And then I think Saturday morning, I swept, slept in quite late. I didn't wake up till like 11. And I had like 25 text messages from various people just saying that he had won. And I didn't have that kind of cathartic emotional moment you did, but it was this weird feeling of like this thing I've been holding on to slowly releasing that felt that I didn't know I was holding on to. Like I felt it kind of seeping out of me. But really where I've been emotional is in the last few days as I've kind of like been reminded what's possible. Like just like for example, as Biden like released like a plan to address COVID and he had like, <laughs> he has like 13 doctors on some, on a committee <laughs> and you know, there's, they're going to do this and they're, he's going to put this much money towards PPE and like, and I was like, oh my God, like a plan. Wow, wow. Like I forgot what that felt like to have a government that like took action, Amazing. you know? Amazing. Or I, someone tweeted <clears throat> today that on his like kind of official platform, it says, He plans on establishing a task force on online harassment and abuse to focus on the connection between mass shootings, online harassment, extremism, and violence against women. And I was like, Jesus, what? God damn. Like, like that, that just is like, so like, it kind of just feels like never in my wildest dreams, like, did I think we would have a task force (laughs) looking at online harassment and its connection to mass shootings and violence against women. Like, that feels like a liberal pipe dream. Fucking A. You know? Yes. So I just was like, oh, oh. And, like, and I don't know if you've looked through his sort of COVID response, but part of his COVID response is making, and I'm going to get all the wording wrong, but essentially, like, develop, like, part of the COVID response team will be specifically looking at how COVID impacts black communities and communities of color more than white communities and then that section of the covid task force once covid is dealt with will become an official like like department within the government that looks at the disparities of health care oh my god for black americans and people of color and indigenous americans and i was just like wait a minute we can do that (laughs) we can have a government agency that looks at the disparities in health care like it just seems like it just seems impossible so anyway so so yes i'm very happy and Uh, very excited uh, for those of you who might be listening for the very first time I just want to be clear and i know i don't really have to say this but i have to say it this isn't a, a couple of Democrats happy that there's no longer a Republican president. Yeah. We're happy that you fill in the blanks, Brother Coffee. We're happy that. Well, we're just happy that America hopefully dodged like entering into a fascist totalitarianism regime which is kind of where we were headed you know and and not that we're not that everything is fixed like there is still enormous amount of work to do right and i have celebrated joe biden for the last couple of days and now i'm prepared 
to right. bully him every day of his presidency <laughs> oh, and push him to the left and, and criticize every decision he makes. And, like, that's where emotionally where I'm at is I'm like, great. I'm glad you're here. I'm going to criticize every decision you make because I don't think I'm going to not think you're doing enough. Right. Uh, we're going to hold him accountable. There's no hero worship here. There's no, no, you know, people were so excited to have Trump in office because he was a businessman and uh, <laughs> he knew how to make a lot of money. So there I just like I hero. I literally him. never want to hear his name again. You know, know what I mean? I know. Like, I, know. I just want to be done. I don't ever want to hear his name again. Exactly. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I, 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 okay. did, I did completely lose my train of thought, but. Uh... <laughs> How kind of me. So listen, it's season three, episode one, y'all. We made it to season three. I, and, and we just make up these seasons. It's not like. We do. I mean, we tomorrow do. could be season four for all we care. It could. We could be like, today is the season finale <laughs> of season three. <laughs> There was a, there was a period in season two where we didn't think the network was going to renew us, but we got lucky. Just kidding. We're the network. <laughs> we we are. <laughs> yes. The only thing that would cause us to not renew us is if we got bored. A, which we haven't yet. B, we got too depressed. Very distinct possibility. Oh yeah. Or C, the money stopped flowing in because I'm not doing this shit for free. Oh fuck that. Look, I'm and, just kidding. And we have been way off schedule, but like. The past couple of weeks have been rough. <laughs> I know. And I really want to say I posted something really brief on the Instagram and just said like, hey, I'm sorry there hasn't been an episode. We're working on it. There's like the election and then COVID. And people have been like really, really understanding. So oh. I just want you all to know how much we appreciate that. Because when we don't record an episode on Sunday night, I think both of us feel a little bit like a piece of shit yeah but like we're not we're not like living up to this promise we've made you and so when people write in they're like oh no big deal we totally get it things are crazy like post an episode when you can we feel thrilled yes yes thank you so much i mean we uh, we've needed some time to just be human beings and just be like fuck yeah. i don't want to fucking do it you know and it has yeah. nothing to do with y'all it's just us. We feel like you you put us up on this pedestal. We didn't ask you to do that, but you do. And <laughs> we <laughs> we really love that. And we don't want to fuck it up. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we want to deliver quality content to you. And so we feel really guilty if we don't. And we're appreciative when people are like, no, we get it. It's fine. No big deal. So anyway, right. so we have a top five tonight. We... we we have we have a couple of like which I ha we have a couple of what we think will be really amazing interviews lined up, uh -huh. but we didn't want to start with an interview. We wanted to start with something a little funner, a little sillier, yeah, a little more us, and that because the two two interviews that we kind of have on the docket will probably be a little bit heavier. So yes. yeah, so, we, so so not I don't want to say heavier, but they'll be intense. Right. So we just want to start with something fun. They won't so be what's, No, what's our top five? today can you explain it i, I to the can gentle and I, i'd like to explain it like this i would like to explain it by giving the a title episode title examples that i suggested okay and <laughs> okay. then button it with yours my suggestions were reverse by the way i just want to point out first i had suggested an episode title that i thought was perfect and you hadn't responded so i was like oh that's it that's the episode title and then you sent like six episode titles and i was like wait but mine was perfect but then we found an even better one so go ahead with yours okay my ideas were for all the same thing that you're about to hear reverse yeah, yeah, mystery yeah. top five 
a zany top five. Oh. You can keep your hat on top five. <laughs> Grab bag. I don't even know. I don't even know what that means. Grab bag top on? five. <laughs> Grab bag top five. And then you said top five things I didn't know I'd have an opinion on tonight. And I was like, perfect. Yes. So basically what this is, is, is Sister Twain and I each independently have thought of five topics, subjects, things. Or just words. Or just words. <laughs> and we're just going, we're going to share them with the other person. And then the other person will just tell us what they think about that <laughs> thing, subject, word. So I have no idea what Sister Twain has written down, even though those will be the topics I will be pontificating upon exactly. and you have no idea the topics that i've written down even though those will be the topics you're pontificating a con upon a con uh, right and a, con. a con and and the best part is that i can't wait to tell you my number one because as soon as you said it my number one popped into my head and i laughed for 10 minutes about it oh. and it may be a total bust like you may just be like what the fuck i don't know who oh. cares Oh, but, mine are so dumb. See, the problem is we come up with this idea these um, with the actual top five, and then we're like, oh, this is really dumb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's take a little yeah. break, and then when we come back, we will jump right in with number one of the top five things I didn't know I was going to have an opinion on. Whoa, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny every time. Yo. Yo, cunt. Just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> I just thought I started the first segment with like, bitch. Like, what if I yeah. started every segment with a demeaning term for women like maybe you could yeah. be like what's up fag right maybe that's offensive i don't know trigger warning how do you how do you top cunt like oh maybe like kellyanne conway or something how do i what what are we top, what? how do you how do you top cunt oh true that's true top i thought you said talk oh um i want to before we get to our list i want to share something that's a little inside baseball so i uh, what you know as I'm, as I'm building the podcast, as we're recording, I'm putting in the segments, I'm putting in the interludes. I plugged in the sponsored segment. We don't have a sponsor right now. Did you see oh, the email that our sponsor with Anchor ended? Our sponsorship? Yeah, that's, I know, yeah. Because we've weird. had it for one year and it ended. But, but, but doesn't it, when, we, when it ends, doesn't, don't they usually let us do it? Again? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So I plugged in a sponsor segment just in case, but I don't know if it'll play anything. So you guys, we're not getting any money from sponsorship. So join the Patreon, patreon.com. Anyway, but no, what I will, what I was going to, what I actually do want to say. So we use anchor, which is a lovely platform, especially if they sponsor us again. But (laughs) if someone knows enough about podcasting, I mean, we've only been doing this for like two years. But if someone yeah. knows about podcasting that can help us figure out how to like record and host the podcast on our own and get actual sponsors, we would be down for uh-huh. that. Yeah. So we would anyway. like it to be our primary income. Remember when we sponsored that? Po- we were sponsored by that podcast called Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet. Yes. And like five of our gentle listeners still listen to that podcast <laughs> because of our sponsorship. Luke. 
Yeah, Lil Twain's one of them. <laughs> Those people got their $27 worth out of us. <laughs> or whatever they ended up paying us for that sponsorship. Because we have got God them like this. five new listeners. Maybe they'll pay it forward. And every time someone's like, oh my gosh, have you heard of this podcast <laughs> called Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet? I'm like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so top five things I didn't know that I needed to have an opinion upon about until tonight. <laughs> yes. What is your number one thing that I have to now share my opinion on? I'm terrified. Oh, good. You should be because I don't know. I've got like a list of 12. So, okay. Uh, all right. Let's just, let's just get nitty gritty right out the gate, right off it. the bat, right. Or as Cindy would say, sh- straight out the bat. Okay. <laughs> as they say in Scotland. As they say in Scotland. Um, strong, funny, successful friends who stay Mormon. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay. Because you have them. I do have them. I do have them. Um, wow, is this a call out? Is that the point of this? I don't think so. <laughs> I love that you're asking the rest, this hypothetical. The rest question. of the things on my list are not call outs. So go ahead. Anyway, Listen, go ahead. Okay, it may very well be a call out. Okay. Because I do have many strong, funny, successful friends who are still Mormon. Yes. Who exactly. I still am friends with. Yeah. Um, but but I don't feel like I have any power over that situation. Do you know what I mean? Like I, uh-huh. first of all, just let me be clear. I re- I resent anyone who's strong. I resent anyone who's funny and I resent anyone who's <laughs> successful because I am none of those three things. So if you are successful, I resent you. Today I had to drive to a friend of a friend's house to pick something up. And when I got there, he had this like beautiful house and like, it was all well, you know, like it was very expensive looking. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you and your success. You were success. filled with hatred. Oh, full of hatred. Because... You, you were like Maria at the end of West Side Story. And she's like, well, now I can kill too because, <laughs> because I have hate. I have hate. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly how I was. So <clears throat> I hate you if you're strong. Yeah. I hate you if you're successful. And I hate right, you. Right. So we got that out of the way. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. I don't hate you if you're Mormon. I don't. So, okay, but like, controversial but opinion. you don't have to hate someone to be, to not be their friend. No, no, no. But, but I guess what I, what I really, truly, deeply, well, first of all, I feel like it depends on the person because there are people in my life who are very Mormon, like <clears throat> people in my family who are also <laughs> like, like <clears throat> harder for me to kind of hold space for. There are people in my yes. life who are Mormon who I am totally comfortable with them being Mormon. And I, you know, obviously like I wish they weren't Mormon, but I also like, I just think like <clears throat> this is really twisted and fucked up and hard and complicated. And like, if you have somehow found some sort of peace and balance in Mormonism, then like mm-hmm. good for you, you know? I mean, it didn't okay. work for me and it messed me up and it, like made it so I will probably never have healthy relationships for the entirety of my life and that I'll die cold and alone. But if it's working for you Uh and if you feel like if it gives you comfort in this cold, dark, shitty world, like, I don't know, it feels really hard for me to be like, no, you shouldn't do that. Am I wrong? 
you you cut off on the last sentence this dark cold world and then what i just said if like if being mormon brings you some sense of peace or some sense of belonging in this cold dark shitty world then yeah then who am i to say like you shouldn't have that you know is that wrong i am not here to say that you are wrong or right (laughs) now i i wish that all like it part of i think why i hold space for my mormon friends who still believe in mormonism is it's not that i think i'm smarter than them or that i'm better than them but i know that they're in i know that they're part of a cult you know like i know that they're in an organization that brainwashes you to believe certain things and teaches you things about yourself and teaches you that if you leave x y and z will happen and i'm sure if any of my you know, Mormon friends were listening to this, they would be super offended. Um, and oh yeah. And it has nothing to do with that. I don't think they're dumb. I don't think they're <clears throat> I don't think they're naive. I just think like we you're conditioned as a Mormon to believe specific things. And those things are designed to keep you in the religion. And so yeah. I mean and <clears throat> and if you can live there and live in that religion and be happy, great. Like great. Good for you. But but yeah. It's yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I just wanted to. Am I making to... any sense? <laughs> I think you are, uh, and and I'm I'm, I I think we could have a, a whole brevet about this. Yeah. Um, but I think for the purposes of this episode, let's just let what you have to say about the topic, just sit there. Okay. Here. I just want to say one final thing about it. And, and I would love for people to rebut this or comment on this. So like, I don't know, send us a message. I love a rebut. I love a rebut. But like, (laughs) I like, I feel like life is really, for the most part, really painful and scary and difficult and stressful. And that may reveal a lot about my own psyche as in regards to, my attitude towards life and whatever. But like, if you have found something that gives you some sort of buffer against that, and that makes you feel better, like, I kind of envy that, you know? Like, I remember, like, when my dad died, and and my dad died very soon after I left the church, so I was more freshly out of it. But there was a certain Mm -hmm. part of me that was envious of my siblings that still were believers, that they were able to kind of have this, like, peace and comfort of like the myths that Mormonism told them about where my dad was or what had happened or why he had to, you know, why he died young or, you know, whatever. Like there was part of me that was envious of that because I thought like, Oh, like I'm living in this darkness where I don't know. I don't know where my dad is. I don't know if I'm ever going to see him again. I don't know if he's still, I don't, you know what I mean? And so there, so like, I don't know. I just feel like if that works for you and, and, and I don't just believe that about Mormonism. I believe that about so many religions and whatever, like if there's something that gives you peace to whatever it is, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Like embrace that peace. Anyway, please feel free to rebut me. Re, read okay. my butt. <laughs> All right. What's my first one? Well, now, well, now it sounds so stupid, even though I just, I teased it in the beginning that it was so brilliant. So my number one thing that you didn't know you needed to have an opinion on until tonight is Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) 
All right. I can I can riff about this. Look. <clears throat> it was a traumatic show for me to watch. Really? Okay. Because of the clown rapist? Because... <laughs> Remember the episode where there was a clown that raped people? I, I don't. There was one. I'll um, send you a text later. I, uh, okay, good. Um, <clears throat> let's have a watch party. Um, so it was traumatic for me because I identified with both girls. The Laura? Laura and Mary. Is the main yes. Uh-huh. Oh, Mary. I identified with both. You can see my faggot ass is like, Laura and Mary, bitch. God damn it's it. Laura and Mary. <laughs> and Mary! Um, I identified with both of them um, because I was a young girl as I was watching them. I was um, so much, I had so much in common as far as their personalities. Right. You, you lived in a like a log house in Montana. You but have... look, when you have all the Mormon pioneers, I know, I know, I know. Oh my god! So I'm just like really, like really into this and like identifying and 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 not just um, passively identifying, but trying to aggressively identify. Right. And and then there's this, you know, the girl that was the bully, and, and then there was the the woman, the old sour woman who uh-huh. was the bully to oh, the whole family. I can't remember her name, but yeah. Yeah. Mrs. And, Olsen. And, and Mrs. That, Olsen. And and it it was just terrifying to me. And it was like it might I might as well have been watching an 80s John Hughes film, but it was just in pioneer costumes, you know. Um <laughs> and uh oh thinking back now I think I saw a lot of my mother in the mother on the show. Oh, in Caroline? Is that her name? Yes, cool. of course it is. <laughs> yeah. But I think you do that when you're a child anyway. You'll yeah, watch that's a show true. And see a TV mom and, and, and identify with your own mom. And uh, I think I'm, I was definitely attracted to... Any of the men on the show. Right. Because you have a vagina. <clears throat> right. Um, pa. I mean, look at Pa. Michael Landon, come on. And doesn't Mary, like, burn in a fire? Mary loses her sight because of scarlet fever? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, somebody else burned in a fire. I mean, I don't remember. Like Probably. A, Everyone Not did. a primary Everyone character. Did. Remember yeah. Almanzo, <clears throat> Laura's husband? Almanzo could spit in my mouth. <laughs> um, so could Pa. Yeah, definitely, Pa. Um, I I loved. I was enamored and romanticized this the what I saw as the simplicity of their life. Yeah, we all did growing up in the eighties when it wasn't simple. Yeah. Um, it was Reagan. <clears throat> it was people sniffing coke. It was the AIDS crisis, and we just wanted right. to live on the prairie with Pa. And and there was a recession in the in the eighties, uh, you know, that I lived through. I lived through very acutely. Um, <laughs> a, I, was that not right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I I definitely experienced that recession. I mean, it was during the time when 
I lived in a trailer. There were, we were in that trailer for four years and there was at least two out of that four where, uh, food was scarce and my mom was like, go ahead. Oh, and my mom was dead set against us getting um, any help from the church. Although sometimes I think we did, but we just didn't know about it because she was so embarrassed about it. Right. That Um, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's Uh, healthy. You should be embarrassed about getting help when your children are starving. (laughs) Um, Is this when you sold porn to the neighbor children? I, I I didn't sell it. I wasn't smart enough to make a profit. I mean, come on. I just, I just shared it with them because I didn't want to experience it alone for some reason. Uh, But yeah, it was during that time. Um, Did you ever read the books, the Little House on the Prairie books? The porn version? No, no, there are books. There's a nine volume (laughs) series of Little House on the Prairie. Written by the uh, actual Laura Ingalls Wilder. You never right. read those? I didn't. Okay, I've read them. I didn't. I've read them each like six times through. Oh my God. And people <laughs> thought I was straight. Like as like I was a 12-year-old and I was like, I'm just going to read Little House in the Big Woods again. And people were like, you love vaginas. <laughs> people were done. Um, anyway. Anyway. I couldn't watch it, I couldn't watch it okay. often. I support it. Because it was too... <clears throat> too uh traumatic i got too emotional yeah, about it i get it i get it <clears throat> all right let's take a little break and then let's come back okay. for number two okay i'm bored bye hey yo hey kelly i'm conaway oh you did it i did it. oh and then um, how are we gonna top that one I don't know. Surprise me. Uh, do you know what I named that last segment? Because I have to name each segment before I add right. it to the episode. Do you know what I named that last one? I, I don't. Clown rapist. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen. That listen. may sound, listen, that may sound insensitive. <laughs> and content warning, rape. But if you go home tonight and Google Little House on the Prairie, <clears throat> clown rapist. <laughs> There is an episode where there is a man hiding in the woods who is dressed as a clown who, like, kidnaps the girls of the prairie. I don't know. uh, Anyway, there really uh, is. It's terrifying. So go type that into your Google. Do it. Oh, yep. There it is. Popped right up. Episode 717, Sylvia. When Sylvia is walking home through the woods that afternoon... She's stopped by an unknown assailant in a clown mask who then rapes her. So oh anyway, my God. that was that was the show we are all watching as children. Oh Little God. House on the Prairie, clown rapist. <laughs> anyway, so we are doing, in case you just tuned in, you just turned the dial to this radio station. We are doing the top five things I didn't know I had an opinion about until tonight. What is your number two thing that I have an opinion about? Old people. I fucking hate them. Yeah, really? <laughs> oh, the worst. Okay, the literal worst. Why? Well, first of all, they're all racist. Oh. I mean, 85% of them all. 85% of them are. And I know that there are also racist young people. And we've seen that in this 
election cycles results as black youth primarily voted for <clears throat> Biden and white youth primarily voted for Trump. So, you know, racism Go. isn't dying, but old people are racist. But here's yeah. the real reason I hate them. Okay. Old people. Because they say, oh, I just don't get technology. I just, oh, I don't know how to use my <clears throat> phone. Guess what, yeah. bitch? <laughs> technology, quote unquote, has been around for like 25 years. Your phone uh-huh. has been around for like 15 years so fucking learn how to use it you know like it's not rocket science it's like if people drove around and like accidentally kept crashing their car into fire hydrants and they were just like oh i just don't get these cars i grew up with horses i don't understand these cars (laughs) but then just thought it was okay to just drive around and like crash into people like the phones are here to stay email it's here to stay passwords motherfucking passwords are here to stay yeah so learn your passwords learn how to use your phone learn how to convert a word document into a pdf document it's not that Uh fucking hard and quit hiding behind that like you know i just don't i don't i don't (laughs) do technology i hate that so so here's a question for you yeah let's say you are in a, a land of peace and harmony. Sure. And, and there's no racism and Canada. maybe not even maybe not even technology cuz Okay. Cuz we don't need it. It's just like we have everything we need and we can okay. communicate telepathically. Um <clears throat> you're walking along in the woods. It's a beautiful spring afternoon. Sure. And there's an old person sitting in the woods on a chair. Uh-huh. Are they And a witch? there's no touch there's no <laughs> there's no there's no technology to worry about and there's uh-huh. no racism to worry about. How do you feel about the 95-year-old woman on the chair? Here's what I'll say. <clears throat> why why are we both clearing our throats so much? Are they a if, witch? <laughs> if you're if you're an because here's what I do love. Okay. I, I love when Gen Z is on the TikToks, they're showing their grandma. And their grandma's like sneak another, sneaking another white claw out of the fridge. <laughs> like, if you're an old person who doesn't give a fuck about anything anymore, I kind of love you. Because that's, like, those are the goals, right? Become uh-huh. the old person who doesn't give a fuck out of, about anything anymore. Yeah. But, <clears throat> so yes, if that old person in the woods who is a witch doesn't give a fuck <laughs> about anything, she's great. I'm down with her. Like, oh, we okay. can party. We can party. You would hang out? But if she's racist and she doesn't know how to use, like, iMessage, fuck that old lady. So let's say, okay, still same hypothetical land, okay? (laughs) Racism-free. What Uh, is that sound? Are you sniffing cocaine in the background? Uh, uh, no, I was... (laughs) What is that? Anyway, anyway. Are you cutting um, lines? Allegedly. For legal reasons. For I'm legal reasons. A... Uh, anyway. You're giving like a scarecrow a handy, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and you see this old woman, and you're not sure if she's a witch. Do you first think, oh no, racists have infiltrated the land? No, Be- if you're, no, no. <clears throat> okay, okay. I need to speak to you first. I don't even need to speak to you about race, but I'll know immediately if you're a racist, if you're an old person. Oh, how? 
just based on like your attitude like an old person that's like chill that's like <clears throat> we're gonna murder some virgins tonight to give uh-huh. the blood to Bahamut then like oh, I know you're not a racist you're okay, just okay. Satanist uh, so, all right. so anyway ah, much more old, preferable old people that are Satanists hot old people that are witches hot old people that don't give a fuck about anything hot racist fuck you old people that are like yeah technology fuck you so that's okay. kind of where I'm at okay, Ruth cool. Gordon Ruth Gordon <laughs> and Rosemary's baby as the neighbor who ushers in the birth of Satan's child hot so that's where i'm at <laughs> okay what's my next one four seasons total landscaping <laughs> Go. <laughs> okay have this you ever a- laughed harder in your life first first of all this was a journey <clears throat> right when i first saw someone post about it on the social meds right um it wasn't like Washington Post or New York Times or even USA Today. It was it was like a lesser news outlet, <clears throat> and so I was like, mm, I don't know if this is this can't be this real. Is real, yeah. Can you and can you give and maybe not right now, but what some point in the story? I just want you to give a quick a quick summary of what is Four Seasons Total Landscaping, in case oh. people don't know. I'll try. I wasn't prepared for a, a oral book report, but um, <clears throat> so and then I saw a second person post about it and it was a different news media outlet, but it still wasn't one of the major mama jamas, you know, and <clears throat> and so <clears throat> I was like, I'm going to Google this. <clears throat> And I don't remember what I found on Google, but it wasn't anything worth like, well, this fucking happened or I can wrap my head around this now. So it wasn't for like a full 24 hours that the Washington Post or the New York Times or the other biggins or like NPR posted about it because I can only assume that they had the same reaction. Like, wait a fuck. Okay. Send the intern out. <laughs> wait a fuck. Out. Yeah. yeah. Go find out if this really happened. <clears throat> and run back as fast as you can. Like, your life depends on it. Um, <clears throat> so, can I give a quick recap? First, first of all, yeah, give a recap and then I'll. Okay. So, this all happened Saturday morning. At 11 a.m. So this was when, like, the race had not been called yet. Some states had been called for Biden, like, some for Trump. It was all still very much up in the air. Right. Saturday morning, probably 9 or 10 a.m., Trump tweeted, press conference today, Philadelphia, 11 a.m., the Four Seasons. Yes. Right? Okay, the Four Seasons Hotel in Philadelphia. That tweet almost immediately deleted. Then Trump tweeted... (laughs) press conference today 11 30 a.m four seasons total landscaping so there is apparently on the outskirts of philly (coughs) like that industrial park that everyone has in their city like i basically live in it in salt lake but like yeah there is a place called four seasons total landscaping which is a landscaping business between a crematorium and And a a dildo shop and (laughs) an adult bookstore 
<laughs> and that is where the Trump presidency held their press conference where Rudy Giuliani. And then the best part, as Rudy Giuliani is holding this press conference, the reporters that are there who have been told, please meet us at Four Seasons Total Landscaping, start getting <laughs> notifications on their phone that the election has been called for Joe Biden. Yes. So that's the long and the short of it. So oh we don't know. God. Was there a Trump intern who screwed up and booked the wrong place? <sighs> Maybe. Did Trump tweet that? And then they tried to get the Four Seasons Hotel and the Four Seasons Hotel was like, fuck you. And so then they yeah. had to find something else called Four Seasons. Maybe. We don't know what happened. Um, they were just sick of him. Maybe. Um, you know, but like the timing, the timing of that level of faux pas yeah with the presidency being called yeah the election yeah. being called yeah so <clears throat> number one why didn't they just cancel it because because trump cannot admit that he <laughs> did something wrong <laughs> it, it's so it's so it's unbelievable. Even now, even now that I've seen that all the big news media outlets have reported on it, it is that unbelievable to me. It's like an it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> it's like a 30 rock script. Yes. In perfection. Yeah. Uh, it's I uh I'm sorry. They I I I haven't laughed about it because I'm dumbfounded by oh, I've laughed about it. I've laughed about it for probably a total of like 17 hours in the last 24 hours. <laughs> like but I, I mean, saw a tweet where someone wrote, Hey Siri, remind me in five months about four seasons, total landscaping. And I <laughs> wanted like, it never stops being funny. Oh, all of my home pod devices. Hey Siri, stop listening. <laughs> All of my HomePod devices are like going crazy right now. They're oh. all recording everything and sending it to Apple. Anyway. Oh, okay, cool. I put on Facebook, out of the frying pan and into the Four Seasons Total Landscaping parking lot. Oh my gosh. My What's HomePod happening? My HomePod just had a reminder for sometime in April of 2020. <laughs> I think it's to remind me of Four Seasons Total yes. Landscaping. Anyway. <laughs> um... It feels I, like the greatest gift ever given. Right? Like, like bigger than the gift of Jesus Christ by Elohim. You know how they always say that's the greatest gift? The gift of mankind, but no. When, when Elohim gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to save mankind. <laughs> that was fine. That was a pretty good gift. But what was a better gift? Four Seasons Total Total landscaping. landscaping press conference. So I'm just, I'm sorry. It's, um, I... I, I, I here's what I want to know. Okay. What I want to know is what the Trumpers think of that. Are they embarrassed by it? Maybe your mom will write in and tell us. Oh my god. <laughs> you know I've had too much to drink when I start. PO box. PO box. All right, let's move on. I want to move on. Can we move on to our number yeah. three in this segment? Yes. Okay. What's the number three thing I have an opinion about that I didn't know about? Johnny Depp. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. 
I never thought he was hot. Is that what you were asking? Probably not. Um, um, I mean, the whole the whole thing, the whole mess from start yeah. to finish. How did we end up here? Kind of thing. I haven't really been following it super closely because it involves two things that I hate. Number one, straight people like Johnny Depp. <laughs> Number two, J.K. JK Rowling, who's yeah. a who's a motherfucking turf. Yes, but he's like like an abuser and he had like abused his wife and he's kind of a piece of shit. Mm. So he's been fired from the fantastic beast movie. I also, (laughs) even when I still loved Harry Potter before we knew how much of a turf JK Rowling was, I never really got into the fantastic beasts movies. Yeah. Um, I also don't love the idea of him because isn't he the guy that's allegedly supposed to be the person that Dumbledore was in love with back in the day or something. Anyway, I I never really bought it. I didn't really buy it. So I just like, I'll just say this. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Okay. When I was married and Tisha and I, it was probably our first child. We went with her family to see the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Tisha, you can correct me if I'm wrong. The listener, Um, whatever year that came out. And as we were watching it, and as her family was just so delighted with how hilarious it is, and Tisha and I could not be rolling our eyes further back into our heads because we were like, this is the dumbest piece of shit we've ever seen. Then Tisha, like, started having cramps and, like, almost miscarried our baby during during Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) And I don't mean to say that insensitively at all. But literally, we were, like, sitting in the hallway of the theater while the oh. climactic finale of Pirates of the Caribbean was playing out. Yeah, this was with our first child. Oh, my and God. And Tisha was in pain, <clears throat> and I was, like, freaking the fuck out. Like, do we need to go to the hospital? So, anyway, that's what I think of Johnny Depp. Wow. Great. Do you have anything uh, you want to add to that? I, I, I used to uh, think he was the fucking shit. Yeah, and not just because I thought he was hot, but he, the the variety of roles and um, that he could take on, and he didn't care what he looked like when he was out in public. It, it was just kind of like those one of those things. Like, can you imagine being Johnny Depp and just waking up in the morning and being like, "I'm fucking Johnny Depp." You yeah, know, every morning. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I guess he wrote this letter that was posted in some English newspaper about the allegations and about how horrible and false they are and um, something like that. So I don't know. I mean, I believe her. I do. Um but kind of like J.K. Rowling, it's kind of hard to believe that someone who's done such great, impactful work is a piece of shit. Oh, I don't. It's not hard for me to believe at all. Not, not hard to believe, but it, it's a paradigm shift because for we sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. hero worship. We hero worship people right, like that. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Anyway. OK. You have another one for me. <clears throat> Or we already did wait, that. Wait, wait, 
You, I know, I already did it, and then you did Johnny Depp. Now we need to go okay, to cool. number four, but that's in the next segment. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Whoa, guys, this whoa, is our whoa, yeah. season three is really our best, our best season ever. <laughs> I think it's pretty evident by this episode. Well, this so, is the season premiere and finale. I know this is a really, a really showstopper. Let's really make next week season four. I think that's hilarious. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll be back. Okay. Bye. What happened? Hey, Sherry Do. <laughs> Woo! Hot tonight. Hey, Siri, stop listening. When I said, hey, Sherry Do. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I said, hey, Sherry Do, all of the HomePods in my house activated, and there are many. Okay, listen. Here's what, what happened. Fuck? You okay. said you're number three. But I never said my number three. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're fine. We totally did number three. We're on to number four. But I didn't actually say my number three. Okay. Are you drinking? Me right now? Yeah. Um, I've had a cool drool and a beer. Why, why am I driving the boat then? Because I've been drinking and I don't know what's happening. But, well, because. Oh, my God. Hold on. My HomePod <laughs> is like going crazy. Stop playing things, HomePod. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my number three, because I never did my number three that you really? need to have an opinion about. Yeah, I need to do my number three and then you can do your number four. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. My number three. I'm just kidding. Foot fetishes. Oh, God. Foot, foot fetishes. I Tell can't us your thought. Uh, I, I can't stomach it. Really? Okay. Tell yeah. me more. I don't even like seeing feet inadvertently. Okay. <laughs> like just walking down the street. I, I, yes. I don't, I can't stand it. Okay. I cannot fucking stand it when people post on social media, like when they've got their legs out and their legs crossed and they're just like enjoying the fireplace or the TV and their feet's in the picture. I'm like, nobody wants to look at your fucking feet. Okay. Okay. So but if a I guy's never... like, if a guy's like, yo, I want to come over and worship them feet. You're like, fuck you. I'd be like, um, I don't want you to worship my feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, either, even in porn, when like the girl's feet are like perfectly manicured and and you can tell that she uh, manicured. She's had like pedicure, some amazing yeah. pedicure. And yeah. you can tell that all those calluses have been worked off and scrubbed off. And, and sh- those feet are moisturized. I still don't want to look at them. Okay. okay. I don't want to see them in the air. I don't want to see them, you know, uh, her toes spread on the floor when she's like bending over the couch. Okay. I don't, I don't, don't make feet sexual. But if there was a guy that you were super into and he was like super into feet and he was yeah. like, I just want to come over and worship your size eights. Do you have a size eight? I don't know. What size your foot? Um, 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Foot fetishists. You just turn on, you just turned on all the foot fetishists <laughs> in the, in the audience. But okay. Uh-huh. But if a guy was like, 
super into that, would you be like, okay, fine, whatever, come over? Or would you be like, ooh, gross, I don't, I'm not into that? I would have to be in love with him first. Okay, okay. Interesting. There would have to be some things I was getting out of this. Okay. What if the what if what you're getting out of it is someone like rubbing your feet and like licking your feet? Oh my god, no, no. <laughs> I would a hundred percent sign up for that. Oh my god! I mean, I'm not necessarily into the licking, but if the licking also involves a lot of rubbing, then god damn, yeah, I don't even care. Come over and I rub mean, my feet. Yeah. I'll take a I'll take a foot massage. Sure. But don't like don't like be like but if it's like if it's like 80 percent foot massage 20 percent like sucking on your toes like they're tiny fat dicks are you in or are you out because <laughs> oh i'm in i'm in uh, clearly clearly are you nope. in or are you out though you're out uh i think i'm out okay okay so no, no. hand jobs on the little no. toe for you no oh my god i, I mean i'm in Stomach it. I'm in. Now, okay, okay. Say uh, I'm in a nice big bathtub with my dude. And A, sure. we're in love. I've already covered that. We have to be in love. Right. B, um, the lights aren't on and there's only candlelight. Yes. Your Casey Musgrave um, candles are lit all around the edges of the tub. Yeah. Slow burn. And... <clears throat> We're just chatting and talking. You're vibing. vibing. Rubbing each other's legs. And of course, rubbing each other's feet because our feet are right there. Right. And then, like, if he took one of my feet and started, like, sucking on my toes or whatever, I mean, that would make sense. Okay. Okay. Not really in any other scenario. Okay. Okay. I think don't anyway what (laughs) I was just gonna say I think what I'm realizing is like I just want somebody anybody to touch my body so if someone (laughs) is like I'm gonna come give you a shoulder rub I'm also gonna clog two out of your three toilets I'd be like great come on over you know what I mean oh my god (laughs) anyway what's your number what's your number four shit Okay. Jealousy. Okay. Are we talking about the song Hey Jealousy by the Gin Blossoms or are we talking oh, about cute. I hate that song almost <laughs> as much as I hate feet fetishes. <laughs> Um, is that is it actually the gin blossoms who sang that song? Because I went out on a limb with that. You know, I don't know the names of any songs or muti- musical cares artists. About that song? Rachel, can uh, you please write in and let us know who sings "Hey Jealousy"? Oh, Rachel! No, okay. What I mean is jealousy in your own life. Like, do you struggle with it? No. And when do you ever feel it? No really never oh never 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 okay so come on a journey with me so i would love to <laughs> the the only relationship Thank that, you. the only relationship i've ever been in was my marriage hey tisha shout out to tisha who's listening right now and i never felt jealous because i 
I always felt like Tisha was like doing me a favor by being in this relationship with me because I knew the secret that I was gay and Tisha didn't, you know? So like, I always felt like I was so lucky to like have found someone that would be in a relationship with me. So if Tisha had been like, Oh, Hey, by the way, last week I went and fucked 37 guys. I would have been like, Oh, cool. Okay, great. Um, let's talk about that. Like I wouldn't have felt any jealousy because I was so, my emotions were so secondary to making sure she felt taken care of and safe and protected. So that's the only relationship I've ever, I've ever been in. And then if, if we shift into the gay world, the gay dating or whatever, I like, you have to have a certain amount. I mean, this sounds so sad and so pathetic, but you have to have a certain amount of like self-esteem to like, be jealous of someone you know what I mean like I feel like if I was interested in someone and then they were like oh actually you know what like I just kind of see you as a friend I'm really interested in this other guy I would be like oh my god so good for you like he is so cute congratulations like I'm so happy for you guys like good luck and I would a hundred percent not like I would I would say that I was totally fine with that because I wouldn't expect that I should deserve anything better than that so that's really depressing but uh, oh yeah it it, i mean welcome to hot welcome to hot drinks a podcast (laughs) so you listen and you cry so um what about jealousy though in other ways like of someone's car of someone's house of someone going on a trip you know that kind of thing I mean, yes. Yes. I definitely feel that kind of jealousy. And <laughs> I don't, what I do don't, you do with it? Uh, I mean, mostly I am kind of like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that because I feel like I do feel that kind of jealousy. And I feel like I usually am like pretty shitty and mean about it. And like, oh my God, I want to prove that I'm right. Like I want to, god i hate when i'm drinking and i we have these episodes about my emotions i'm gonna regret this later but i just like i want to prove that i'm right that i'm a piece of shit you know what i mean so if someone's like if someone's like dating and having like a fun and like whatever successful life and imagine there's not a pandemic and i'm like oh my god you date so much and they're like oh yeah it's really hard for me but like i really just try to put myself out there like i want to prove to them that like i don't deserve that too like i'm so i'm just like oh yeah but i'm like really gross and ugly and i'm a piece of shit you know what i mean does that make any sense i mean sure (laughs) it's just like when i feel jealous when i feel jealous of like the things that people have i i want them i don't know i want to prove to them that like i don't deserve those things because then i can be like see i was right i don't deserve this anyway I love the timing of the sip. Um, Just a little sip okay. of whiskey. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, are you going to ask me your number four now? Yeah, that was, I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like we ended on a really depressing note. Yeah. And I don't know what to say about that. Like, <laughs> I, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm fine. Whatever. I'm fine. Okay. Number four. <laughs> You're okay. number four. Yeah, is. That lace trim that's on ladies' garments. What do you think about it? Oh, my God. 
Right? That's right? Like, oh, Lord Jesus Christ. So Stimson you're putting here. on your garments. They're oh, a cotton poly oh. blend. And they have that okay. beautiful lace trim around the square neck. Did they have lace trim on the ends of the sleeves too? And then lace trim on no. the bottom of the legs? Or the sleeves were plain? No. Uh, <clears throat> I think the lace trim was... Around fine. the neck. I think just that. There wasn't lace trim at the bottom of the legs? I don't think so. Okay. So you're feeling fresh and feminine. You're like, I got lace trim around this square oh neck God. of my... I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. That so I what wore... do you think about that? So, so for those of you who are listening uh, that don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the temple garments that we wore when we were Mormon. Right. Um, the lace, I always opted for the lace. It right. made me feel more feminine. And I didn't go for the cotton poly blend. I went for the one that felt like satin. <clears throat> so the Mormon garment... It's like a t-shirt and like long shorts that you wear as underwear. And so for oh. men, for men, it's like not that weird. It's a little bit weird, but it's like, you know, it's like a t-shirt. I mean, you can get kind of a low scoop neck, which is a little bit weird, but it's kind of just looks like you're wearing a t-shirt and like kind of long, like boxer briefs. So it's not that yeah. weird, but for the ladies, <clears throat> it's also oh, looks like long silky boxer briefs. Do you know any ladies who wear long silky boxer briefs? Oh my god. And then oh the top god. is like a t-shirt, like a silky t-shirt, but to make it more feminine, a beautiful square neckline with a little bit of lace <sighs> on the edges. Oh so what's your my... opinion about that square neckline? God, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, my my opinion about the neckline or the, the lace? This the lace, that lace trim. That they were like, hey, the ladies like lace. Let's put some lace on this. Right. And then there was, the dudes... there was probably 12 men <clears throat> sitting in a room somewhere that were like, well, ladies like lace. So what if we put <laughs> lace around the edge? <laughs> like, that's probably how that was decided. Oh, jo- Brother Coffee, you really threw me for a loop here. I don't know what I don't, I don't want to think about this. <laughs> I don't know what I think about it. I mean, I. Anytime I put on lace, I'm grateful for it. Right. Um, I really love lace. All all the bras that I buy are lace and see-through. Okay. Um, are they from our sponsor, Third Love? <laughs> no. You can take their Fit Finder quiz. It's just three. <laughs> it's five simple questions. You can get the right size bra. And if you don't like it, you can return it. And they will they will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Thanks for sponsoring Third Love. <laughs> is that true that's a hundred that's that could a hundred percent be a third love commercial wow um <clears throat> you know what the lace on the garments right was just a part of the ploy it was a part of the uh hey look ladies we're looking out for you yeah you know kind of thing uh, we're feminists we put some lace uh, on this men's underwear that you have to wear I just, I just feel so gross thinking about them. Anyway, I, I, okay. I can't, I can't go on. Well, this has been a fun segment about my deep <laughs> wounds inside myself about how I hate myself, and your deep wounds about how the Mormon Church hates you. Oh so, man! And let's so let's take a break, and then let's come back with our number five. All right. Hey, 
Hey, Thomas S. Monson. I don't know. I was. <laughs> that was a last minute scramble to think of something more sexist than Cherry Do. You're all, hey, Thomas S. Monson. Hey, hey, Thomas S. Monson. This is a Monson. <clears throat> well, this has been a fun episode. You guys are, I mean, we've made it to three seasons. Who knew? Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, we're not done yet. We have no. Another, we have a number five. The number uh, five things I didn't know I had an opinion about until tonight. Number five. What's your number five? Go. Your number five. How would you feel about being in a coma? Oh God, it sounds so amazing. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. So much grass. Oh, I don't care. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. I don't care. Oh, my God. I'm just sleeping. I'm taking care of. No, I don't have to pay bills. I'm probably losing weight. Like, I just. For sure, Art. Which I know we're not supposed to talk about because talking about weight is unhealthy. But, like, I'm in a coma. I'm losing weight. Yeah, Tisha Muscle has to mass. take care of the kids. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> I'm in some little dream fantasy world where I'm married to Oscar Isaac. And we're raising goats oh on a little God. farm and we're making chevre, which is goat cheese, which is French <laughs> for goat cheese. That's the fantasy that's existing inside my head. Me, Oscar <laughs> Isaacs, and chevre on a beautiful <laughs> farm. Oh we're in the Burgundy region of France. Uh, 30 years like we live our whole lives together he's 70 i watch him die inside my brain we've known true (laughs) love i felt a true orgasm for the first time from oscar isaac (laughs) and then i wake up and i'm like 65 or wait 30 years from now i'm 73 and i'm like oh fuck i was never married to oscar isaac but my kids are grown and they're like, hey, dad, you've been in a coma for 30 years. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's fine. And yeah, <laughs> I feel great about it. Okay. That was an unexpected yet perfect answer. <laughs> What's my number five? Your number five is Mitch McConnell's hand rot. Oh, God. Feet and fucking temple garments and fucking Mitch McConnell's fucking hat trigger warning trigger warning everything yeah. i talk about in the, this episode the clown rapist yeah <laughs> give me a break man yeah okay all right mitch mccall's okay i think what's happening is that the 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 disgustingness of who he is inside like the rot inside is, his soul <clears throat> Yeah, is starting to manifest physically. Right. Now, I don't want to hear like, oh, no, I, I heard what's going on with him medically and it's blah. Don't I don't fucking care. When we have a physical <clears throat> ailment, condition, disease, whatever, it's always a manifestation of shit going on inside of us in our in our in, 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 shit going on energetically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so none of it surprises me. It totally disgusts me. Yeah. And I I honestly 
it gives me pause to think about the horrors that that man has probably committed or or said behind closed doors that that we're not even seeing the scratching of the surface you know he truly truly does not give a shit about the american people or or people in general like about humanity of course not yeah of course not he's like a lizard person yes well whatever i mean that's being mean to lizards (laughs) fair but like uh between that and the fucking four seasons total landscaping parking lot faux pas like (laughs) what the fuck is going on with the gop yeah yeah just stop it just fucking i can't i don't know i don't know and and now that trump has been uh ousted nobody is stepping is nobody in the Senate is stepping up and 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 saying okay? Well, I guess Mitt Romney did, and maybe a couple others. Oh God, Mitt Romney and saying, "Hey, hey, hey, DT, it's time to concede. It's time to put on your big boy britches." Right, 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 right. Anyway, back to Mitch. That guy is is the majority leader. Yes. And he's rotten from the inside. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And yet. And yet. There are people who think that he is the hero saving the day. Who also think that Biden got dead people to vote for him. So well, and Mitch McConnell did win the election in his state. So I know, Kentucky. I know. Do we have listeners in Kentucky? If you are a listener in Kentucky, <clears throat> please write in and tell us what the fuck. <laughs> I don't. My question so. to you, Kentucky, is what the fuck? You know, it's cursed. It's they're on cursed lands. Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, that's that it. makes that's sense. That's the tweet. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> well, welcome to season three, you guys. It's been a good time. <laughs> and tune in next week for season four. Yeah, <laughs> season four starts next week. This has been, I mean, season three has really been amazing. We've grown. We've really refined ourselves. I, as I don't a, even recognize who I am. No, it's like beginning. we've really dug into like... <clears throat> who we are as podcasters and what is the truths what are the truths that we put out into the world truths the truths that's what Um, season three has been about is what are the truths and season (laughs) four is about a whole new day it's and i'm frankly i'm excited i'm excited for (laughs) season four i'm so excited season three has been about putting in the work putting in Uh the time and yeah. season four is really about reaping the fruits of what and, has and happened. And just resting. Yeah. And resting. <laughs> and resting. <laughs> oh, Lord and our Lord and Savior. 
Okay. I wonder what I wonder what I'll be like when we start season four. I mean, I mean, I feel like I you'll be a still... whole new woman. Really? You know what? I wonder beginning... if I'll go ahead. I wonder if I'll like maybe be in love. <laughs> what I what I keep thinking about for my own soul is <clears throat> is in the Wiz, you know, which is the Black Wizard of Oz when Diana Ross sings like. Can you see a brand new day? That's season four. Yeah, yeah. Can you yes. see a brand new day? Can you see a brand new day? That's season four. And she's anyway. just dancing around with those skinny, tiny whatever stick legs. Yeah, anyway. Wow. Well, we should wrap this up. You guys, season three, thank you so much for growing with us, for being on this journey with us, for really exploring... It's doing Thank you for sticking with us and through doing, this season. It yep, was tough. It was tough. And really doing the shadow work. Season three has really been about doing the shadow work. But season four and is about embracing. Let's let's not skip over the fact that first we had to acknowledge our shadows. Yeah, for real, for real, for real. And then do the work. And you know what? I think our listeners were doing the work with us. Wow. It's beautiful energetically and then again season four is a whole new day and it's, we're just gonna rest can we see a brand, yeah, new, day? brand new day okay well <laughs> I, I, I miss you i miss you just we around. haven't seen each other this no whole we COVID. haven't and my house is very cold right now do you miss that of course it is fuck no and that pumpkin blanket does not keep me warm. Well, I, we have a new one. We have a new fuzzy blanket from Pendleton. Oh, anyway. good. You guys, I don't run my heat in the winter. Okay, well, this is the end of the I episode because I'm talking about I my I have thermostat. one last thing. Yes. I have one last thing that I'll offer as a button um, to the episode, to the season, <clears throat> to the election season. <clears throat> whoa, 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 yeah. Good night.